What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It is finally Friday. It's Friday, January the 19th in the year of the Lord 2024. This is episode 1005 of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for today's birthday game and it's a good one too you're gonna like it a whole lot i promise hey we've got another great show for you today joining me in less than 15 minutes from right now on our spence automotive guest line will be the head coach of the south north girls basketball program zach pierce his blue devils host north lenore tonight at mun gymnasium and deep run it should be a heck of a game uh, two teams that I uh, really want to get some W's uh, in their get 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 some numbers in their W column, and uh, it's going to be a fun game tonight. I'm going to be there tonight, as will uh, 960 bet on the ball. Heck, heck, we can go ahead and tell you that real quick. Get that out of the way, as we'll, we'll tell you several times today, I'm sure. But uh, betonthebull.com will have Barry Stallings there, Austin Terrell, Jason Bryant, myself. Uh, we're, we're going to just have a whole team of people there for North and North, South and North tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun over at Mun gymnasium. We're going to be bringing you the boys game tonight, but we'll be giving you some update. They'll be giving you updates of the girls game too, uh, as it's going on. So, uh, again, uh, very excited to have, uh, Zach Pierce making his second appearance here on the show. That'll, like I said, that'll be about 15 minutes into this first hour. Uh, can't wait. We had, uh, if you listened to yesterday's show and a lot of you did, uh, According to my numbers at uh, SoundCloud and at BrianHanks.com, uh, we, we had the other three coaches uh, yesterday: uh, Copperhead, Howard Woolley. We had uh, the uh, boys basketball coach over at, Nor- at South Lenore join us too. And uh, man, just a lot of excitement building up for uh, tonight's game. But if you can't make it to a uh, deep run tonight and you want to hear the game, well, by golly, like I said, man. Listen to uh, Harlan or uh, to Barry Stallings. Harlan's actually off tonight. Barry Stallings, Austin Terrell, they're going to bring you the game tonight. Jason and I will do a little halftime song and dance for you and try to catch you up with scores from around the area and all that kind of stuff at halftime of that game. Okay, Zach Pierce, our first guest today in around 25 minutes or so into this first hour. Heck, I've already talked to him for 10 minutes this morning about different stuff. We're going to be joined by our regular Friday guest. He's a knower of all things NASCAR, NHL, Carolina Hurricanes, Baltimore Ravens. In fact, we're uh, Linda and I are going up to his house tomorrow for a Baltimore Ravens watch party uh, for the uh, playoffs. Excited about that. Uh, Paul Whittington, he'll be joining us also on our Spence Automotive guest line. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Canes, uh, who just w- one loss and has dropped them a spot in the Eastern Conference. In fact, if the playoffs started today, and thank goodness that they don't, but if they started today, they would be the fifth seed and have to be on the road uh, in the first round. 
Uh, so we're going to talk to him about that. We're going to talk to him about the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I don't. Who knows what we're going to talk about when we get uh, Paul Whittington on the line, but very excited about that. But uh, he'll be with us from about 25 minutes or so into this first hour until the end of the hour. And that's just our first hour. Hey, it's Friday. You know what that means. TGIF with IP. It's our weekly NIL visit with Winston-Salem State junior point guard and former Kinston star Isaac Parson, his Rams. They're coming off an easy win last night. I'll tell you a little bit about that here in a, a few moments on our uh, monologue. Uh, but uh, coming off a, an easy win last night, they've got a big game tomorrow. I mean, a big game, really, for first place in the CIAA. He's going to get us ready for all that, so looking forward to that. But that's not all. Join, Man, if I sound a little more lively this morning, I mean, those are great guests. Let me tell you something, man. Zach Pierce, Paul Whittington, Isaac Parson, those are great guests. How about this? Making his show debut here in our second hour, about 15 minutes or so into our second hour, one of ECU's all-time greats, Terrence Copper. He played, uh, of course, you know, he was a wide receiver at ECU when he, uh, when he graduated. He was the all-time leading receiver in ECU history. Now, that's been broken a couple of times since then, but when he graduated, he was the all-time leading receiver in receptions and in yards, and I believe in touchdowns, too. I, I should have had that here in front of me, but just all-time uh, all greats, uh, Terrence Copper. Now, he also played nine seasons in the NFL. He played for the Dallas Cowboys, the New Orleans Saints, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Kansas City Chiefs from 2004 to 2012. On top of all that, he's also the father of one of the great up-and-coming athletic talents in Eastern North Carolina in Kinston, sophomore Tyreek Copper. You've heard us talk a lot about him here on the show and uh, and on Twitter and all that. And uh, Tyreek, he's a star for the Vikings football and basketball teams. Man, I got to tell you, super excited to have Terrence on the show. I got to thank uh, the son of Kinston, Scott Whittington. Uh, he's going to be helping me with the interview, too, this morning. Uh, but, uh, Scott really set everything up, uh, of getting him here on the show. So I appreciate, appreciate you Scotty boy, uh, for that, but man, how's that for a show, man? Uh, sounds like we're doing an award-winning show, doesn't it? <laughs> we got you local sports with, uh, Zach Pierce from South Lenoir. We're going to talk NASCAR, Carolina hurricanes, Baltimore Ravens with Paul Whittington. I'm going to talk some CIAA basketball with uh, Isaac Parson and then one of the all-time greats in ECU history. Right here on our little, uh, on the little show that could, uh, Terrence Copper joining us too. So uh, I got to tell you, that's a, that's a heck of a show I'm excited about uh, here. Oh, uh, golly, man. You know, our new, our newest sponsor that's come on board, we've told you about Underdog Fantasy. In fact, uh, i tell you what, I, I've got a little pre-recorded thing here that I like uh, uh, to tell you a little bit about them. Let me take a sip of water while uh, Recorded Brian tells you about Underdog Fantasy. Hey, sports fans, this is Brian Hanks. I've been around the fantasy sports scene for a while, and let me tell you, Underdog Fantasy is a game changer. Their pick'em games are really easy to use. Just pick between two to five players, then select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats. If your picks hit, you can win big. The best part is it's completely legal in North Carolina. Go to their easy-to-use mobile app or to underdogfantasy.com, sign up with promo code HANKS, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. 
Plus, they'll give you a special pick of higher than 0.5 yards to use on your first pickup entry. That's Underdog Fantasy. Promo code HANKS to get your first deposit of $10 or more up to $100 doubled plus your special pick. Remember, you've got to be 18 plus and in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates and terms apply. If you're concerned about your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. I was shocked how easy it was to sign up and start playing. Once I made my deposit, they doubled it immediately. Sign up today at underdogfantasy.com and enter the promo code HANKS. That's promo code HANKS at underdogfantasy.com. And listen, yes, that's a pre-recorded uh, thing that I did a, a few days ago for uh, for our other, you know, when, when we're not on the air here from 7 to 9 a.m. or from 3 to 5 Played last night. One last night. I only did two. I don't know. I just wasn't really into. It. Hold on. Let me. I gotta. Let me uh, open up my phone here. Uh, they're a bit. They've been doing something. I guess they do this all the time too, where they give you that little point five, uh, whether it's yards, points, whatever. Well, last night it was a point five for De'Aaron Fox of uh, Sacramento. What he scored. More than one point in the game, of course I took that. In fact, he ended up with, tell you what, he only ended up with eight points, though, but that was more than uh, .5 points. So that's basically a gimme. Then I just did one other uh, uh, pick. I picked Kobe White to go more than 19.5 points last night against Toronto. He ended up with 23. Guess what? $10. I put a $10 investment in. I won $30. So $30 on a $10 investment yesterday. Uh, it's, it's hard to beat that. And I got to tell you now, I've been playing for, this was my fifth day last night. I am up about $95 altogether on, uh, underdogfantasy.com, man. It is fun. It is a blast. And again, go to underdogfantasy.com or get the underdog fantasy app. Very easy to play. I mean, very easy, very, uh, uh, What's the word I'm trying to find here? See, this is why I have to do the read so I don't uh, mess it up. <laughs> is uh, It's very easy to play, I guess, is the best way to do it. And like I said, man, I'm already in five days. I'm up $95. Now, be responsible. Don't be silly and, you know, do, do silly things. But uh, I'm playing a couple of times, once a day at least, a couple of times while uh, football's going on. And, again, I'm, uh, I think I told, I told you all this yesterday on the show. I did a five pick one uh, yesterday, uh, or a day before yesterday. I missed it. I, I got four of the five links. Now you don't win anything if you do that. Now you can buy insurance or uh, all that with it, and it, that's very explainable too, or very easy to understand. But I got four of the five picks. I was one pick away from winning two hundred dollars on a ten dollar investment. It was twenty to one for that. I'm telling you, I am having a blast with this. Be smart with it. Have fun with it. And uh, let me know your winnings, too, but use uh, promo code HANKS when you sign up. Underdog Fantasy will give you a free 100, up to $100. Uh, they'll match you dollar for dollar on your deposit up to $100. Man, a lot of fun, man. Absolutely a lot of fun. Hey, uh, let's get you caught up on everything. LCC Men's Basketball, uh, they have been off for a few days. They play today at Lewisburg. Uh, they're 10-5 and five right now. Good luck for them as they, uh, to the Lancers as they go up to Lewisburg. Now, I do want to make a point. I think I, uh, someone told me yesterday, I said their next home game or that their next game was in February after tonight. No, no, no. They play five straight road games starting today. Then their next home game is Tuesday, February the 6th against Fayetteville Tech. So, yeah, it's going to be about another three weeks before they're back home. 
Uh, ECU men's basketball, they return to league play at UAB uh, Saturday at 3 o'clock. Uh, the ECU women's basketball team uh, is 9-7 and seven overall, 2-3 and three in the American. They're back home Saturday at 2 o'clock. That's against SMU. The uh, LCC, uh, or I'm sorry, the uh, ACC, busy day tomorrow. They didn't play any games uh, last night. They don't play any tonight, but a ton of games uh, tomorrow. And it begins at noon with Miami and Syracuse on ESPN2. Also, Virginia Tech is at NC State. That's at noon tomorrow. That's on C- the CW Network. Louisville is at Wake Forest at noon tomorrow. That's on ESPNU. So how about that? Three ACC games at noon on three different TV stations. That's awesome. <coughs> Carolina, number four ranked Carolina, who's just blasting through the ACC right now. They're 14-3 and three overall, 6-0 and oh in the ACC. They're at Boston College tomorrow. That is on the CW Network. Thank you, Linda. Uh, Duke is at home tomorrow against Pittsburgh. Uh, that'll be on the ACC Network. Clemson is at Florida State. And then the God-fearing Cavahoos of the University of Virginia. They're at Georgia Tech tomorrow at 6. That will be on ACC Network. And as I'm looking, every single game tomorrow on the ACC is going to be broadcast somewhere. So how about that? That's pretty cool. Uh, we'll talk more about the Hurricanes when we have uh, Paul up on the line with us in about, about 12, 13 minutes or so. High school basketball tonight. Uh, Kinston, the boys uh, are off tonight. Uh, they will return to action Tuesday when they uh, travel to North Lenore. Speaking of North Lenore, you heard us talking about it earlier. North Lenore and South Lenore tonight. Uh, the North Lenore boys are 5-10 and 10 overall. They're 1-3 and three in the East Central 2A. The girls of North Lenore are 5-9 and nine overall. They are 1-3 and three in the EC 2A. They are at South Lenore tonight. The South Lenore boys are 3-12 and 12 overall. They're 0-5 in the league play. The girls are 5-9 and nine overall. They're 1-4 in league play, and they host North Lenore tonight. And again, don't forget, Barry Stallings, Austin Terrell, Jason Bryant, myself, we will be on these airwaves tonight, probably around 6 o'clock or so, uh, right here on betonthebull.com at 9.60 a.m., bringing you uh, that North, North, South, North boys game tonight. Very excited about that. And, of course, they'll have the girls update, too. Probably give you a little bit of play-by-play as that girls game is ending tonight. Parrot Academy, uh, man, the boys and girls struggling a little bit right now. Uh, the boys lost their eighth straight game and 11th of, last tw- 11th of the last 12 games in a 74-41 setback against Wake Christian last night. Uh, now, the girls haven't posted a, a result to Max Preps. It wasn't up on News News Sports or anything, so... Uh, don't know how the girls did last night against Wake Christian, uh, but both teams are home tonight against Wilmington Coastal Christian. Uh, Wilmington Coastal Christian, the Centurions, they are 11 and 11. The boys are, the girls are 3 and 10. Uh, Shane Albee will be on the PA mic for that game tonight, too, uh, over at Parrot Academy. Bethel Academy, uh, they play at home uh, tonight, uh, the girls were at Newburn Christian Academy last night, but no result there either. But uh, Bethel boys four and eleven against the Liberty Christian boys, who are five and eight. The Bethel girls are three and seven, and they are uh, taking on the uh, Liberty Christian girls, who are three and ten. Green Central, they are at Farmville Central tonight. Aiden Grifton is off until Tuesday. Jones Senior lost at home versus Pamlico last night. They fell to eight and eight overall. They were swept, in fact, by Pamlico. Jones Senior boys are now 8-8 eight eight overall, 0-3 in the conference. Uh, the girls are 3-11 overall, 0-3 in the conference. And we've got to get uh, Coach Pierce up here on the line, so we'll save the hometown heroes for when we get uh, our good friend uh, Paul Whittington up on the line with us. So we'll do that. I'll tell you what, while we are getting uh, our uh, getting Zach Pierce on the line with us, let's thank Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's absolutely positively where you need to go to. Um, 
Vince Automotive is at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly in Big Lots, and it's owned by the local sports riding legend Keith Spence, uh, who's been uh, doing it for a long time, man. Local sports riding legend and good friend of ours. Listen, give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service and when you need new tires. Tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line is the head basketball coach of those South Lenore Blue Devils girls. It's Zach Pierce joining us here on the on the line. How are you doing this this early morning here, Coach Pierce? I'm good. How are you doing, Mr. Hank? I am doing very, very good. Excited about uh, heading down to Mun Gymnasium uh, tonight for uh, for your game tonight and then for the boys' game, too. Uh, your first taste as the head coach, it's your first taste of this, uh, this rivalry. Uh, well, what does this mean to you? Uh, North and North, South North coach Pierce. Um, well, it, it kind of, kind of takes me back a little bit when I was at Richland, we, uh, we, our rival was Southwest. Um, and Jack, we had a little rivalry with Jacksonville as well, especially on the soccer field. Um, and it, it's just, there's something special about rivalries about, um, beating your rival is just a different kind of a uh, different kind of vibe, to kind of feel, and uh, you never forget it as an athlete. And uh, I'm excited to experience as a coach, hopefully. Absolutely, and the the thing about it too is that uh, what folks maybe here in Kenston don't realize too is, I mean, you guys have two big rivals. It's not just North Nor. North Nor is a huge game as it is every year. You're coming off a game against uh, in Beulahville against East Duplin. <laughs> Another rivalry game, and explain that one to folks who uh, uh, maybe, like I said, here in Kensington, Lenore County, our other listeners throughout eastern North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> South Northeast Duplin, it's a pretty big rivalry too, isn't it? Yeah, I've I learned I've learned that. Uh, like I said, like I coming in from Onslow County, I didn't really know a lot about the rivalry situation um, around Lenore County, but um, uh, Jody Turner, who is a alum of uh, South Lenore, and he's the head coach of the boys' soccer team. Was talking to me about the East Duplin South Lenore rivalry and how it used to be a big thing. And playing games against East Duplin, you can kind of tell. I mean, we're only separated like 15, 20 minutes apart. I mean, Pink Hill, half the kids go to East Duplin, half of them go to uh, South Lenore. So you're growing up with kids that you played rec ball with, and um, it's, it's just, it's a, it's very, it's more, it's closer. Um, closer to home than a lot of people realize uh, between East Duplin and South Lenore. And even in that game uh, Tuesday night, it, we, we gave them our best shot. I mean, it was a single-digit game until the fourth quarter, um, and they just pulled away from us in the fourth. But we gave them everything we had, and put it, that, they're 13-1, and we put them to the test for sure. Um, so you could tell it was definitely it meant something to the girls. Well, uh, you, you said, you know, part of the kids go and Pink Hill go to East Duplin, part of the kids go to South North. I'll say this so you don't have to. The better part of the kids go to South North from Pink Hill, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> there you go. I thought you would like that. Uh, well, let, I tell you what, let's get a season recap from you right now, Coach. You guys are 5-9 and nine right now. You're 1-4 in a very, very – I talked to Howard Woolley yesterday, and uh, he was telling me just how tough this East Central 2A is this year. I mean, obviously, you were talking about East Duplin, who <laughs> has the record they have, 13-1, and 14-1, whatever it is. We know how tough Southwest Onslow is. 
Uh, give us a little season recap uh, of where you guys are right now, Coach, and here in your first year uh, as a head coach of uh, South Lenore. And then uh, just a little update from your view of the East Central 2A, sir. Uh, well, um, overall, the season's kind of a bit uh, down from what I thought, we, thought where we would be. But what I'm learning, especially as a first-year first head coach, is uh, – uh, we're going through a little bit of growing pains right now um, as far as a uh, new coach coming in. Um, I'm learning that really focus early on on establishing kind of the culture that you want and uh, build your identity early on. Because um, I kind of felt like with the veterans that are coming in, I kind of already had an identity, so I kind of breezed over that. I should take more detail than that. But that's kind of what I was learning, and the girls are – I got a talented group of girls who are just we're adap they're adapting to each other they're adapting to the system and uh, I heard a college coach say that even though you bring back a lot of people um, the team each year is a different team a different vibe and um, I kind of learned kind of learned that even though I had a lot of returners it's a different team than last year um, um, but we did drop a few uh, early on I think we should have I thought thought we should be able to beat Croatan's first game. I thought we should have beat uh, Richland the second time we played them, and I thought we should have beat Dixon. There's three non-conference wins that could have got, should have gone our way. It's just uh, the uh, situational basketball that we were learning. I think what we learned from those three games, we kind of took over when we beat uh, Wallace um, uh, in Tichy. The first time we played Wallace, we kind of were down the whole game, and then we're able to storm back and win the game. Um, so I think these girls are growing. They're learning. Uh, even though, again, we lost against East Duplin in the week, I thought um, – I told the girls after the game I wasn't mad at them. I was disappointed because I thought this was the best basketball they've played all year. Um, they were connected. They were communicating. They were playing good, hard defense. And that's what I want from the team I coach. I want them to have fun. I want them to play good defense and uh, just enjoy it playing basketball because you don't you don't get high school basketball forever and you miss it when it's gone um but as far as the conference goes i knew coming into the year and i think i said it on your show like this is going to be a very competitive conference um i mean i east 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 southwest are definitely the top It'll be interesting to see they play next week and i'm right now i'm hedging a little bit towards southwest but i wouldn't be surprised if you were not small um, I think Kinston's a solid three. Um, and then you have the competitive, you have, I mean, James Keenan's right there, us and North Lenore, and then Wallace. I mean, there's not really a bottom um, to this conference. They're kind of like you have the top two, and everybody else is kind of jumbling between. Um, and anybody can be anybody on any, any given night that this conference is seen. I mean, uh, James Keenan's beat Kinston. North and North beat James Keenan, and uh, Wallace has beat North and North. We beat Wallace. It's been it's been a brutal conference um, for sure. And I mean, I, that's kind of what you want. You want this tough conference because when you go into the playoffs, that kind of prepares you more. Maybe it's a team that has a weak conference. Um, my experience as an athlete in the playoffs has always been a benefit um, because. Uh, in Onzo County, we were in a soccer conference that had six out of seven schools make the playoffs. And, I mean, those are those teams that were in our conference always made deep runs in the playoffs. And 
Uh, I think the same is true with this conference right here. Uh, when we play a team in the playoffs that's not used to the competition that we are, might be able to pick them off. There you go. That is Zach Pierce. He's a head basketball coach at South Lenore for the girls' basketball program. And, again, they will be taking on North Lenore tonight in, uh, in a big game. Can't wait to uh, get down to deep run and watch that tonight. Hey, speaking of being in Munn Gymnasium, you've been on the road three of your past four games. Uh, the only game at home was against James Keenan back on uh, January 10th, so more than a week ago. It's going to be it's going to feel good to be back in the friendly confines of Munn Gymnasium, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't have to worry about hopping on the bus and riding and, um, but yeah, home games are always good. It's always fun. I mean, the girls are a bit more relaxed at home, um, and uh, it's going to be good. Uh, the atmosphere, uh, I think the students are going to show up. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be pretty good. Uh, obviously, Coach Woolley has a really good. Uh, co- he's a really good coach, and uh, he's going to have his girls ready to play for sure. Well, I tell you what, that leads naturally and segues perfectly into uh, my, my last couple of questions for you. We'll make it a two-parter here. Uh, just what do you know about North North? Have you had a chance to scout them? What do you know about them? And then finally, uh, what do you what do your girls need to do well tonight to come away with a W tonight, Coach? Uh, I've watched four of their games. Um, uh, and from what I've seen is uh, they, they run a variety of defenses, of, you know, uh, I've seen them do a variety of presses, a variety of zone defenses. Um, they uh, they intense. They like to trap, get out and run. Um, they got a they got an elite score. Um, she's averaging sixteen and a half points a game, so she's obviously a threat. Um, and like I said, I mean, Coach Woolley's a good coach. He's going to have his girls prepared, ready to play. And I told my girls yesterday, I was like, I don't. I don't feel like I have to motivate you guys. These guys are ready to play, and they're all kind of chomping at the bit, ready to go. And same, same is going to be true with North Lenore. They're going to be chomping at the bit, ready to go. Um, and I, I really think it's going to be a good, good, entertaining game, win or lose, for sure. Um, and for us, biggest thing um, is kind of carrying some of the stuff over that we did against East Newport uh, tonight, playing hard defense, communicating. Um, limiting our turnovers is big. We've, we've games that we've lost, we've turned the ball over a tremendous amount. Um, but just playing together and uh, supporting each other and playing hard. And like I said, it should be a close game if we can do those things for sure. Well, very good. Well, listen, uh, Zach Pierce, South Lenore, cannot wait for tonight. Uh, we've got a whole crew coming down there from uh, betonthebull.com. Excited about the game tonight. Thank you so much for making time this morning for us, and we'll see you tonight down at Munn. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. That's Zach Pierce, uh, South North High School, head girls basketball coach. Again, uh, it's going to be an exciting night down at uh, South Lenore tonight as North Lenore comes to visit. And again, again, I will tell you throughout the show today, tune in to uh, tonight, uh, Barry Stallings, Austin Terrell, Jason Bryant, uh, myself, uh, we got a, a crew of thousands coming down. Well, that's not true. A crew of four coming down tonight to uh, deep run for North and North, South North. And I'm telling you, man, that rivalry is a fun rivalry. I've got, I've been a, been a, a part of covering it for uh, 21, 22 years. It is so much fun, man. And it was fun in the beginning. It's fun now. So uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to get uh, Paul Whittington 
up here on the line with us. But before we do that, let me thank our good friends at Arendel Parrot Academy. It is the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region, located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kenston. Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kenston, Greenville, Newburn, Snow Hill, Trenton, Wilson, uh, Jacksonville. In fact, if you are listening to this show on terrestrial radio right now, and we know a lot of you do, then you can send your child to a Rendell Parrot Academy here in Kinston. Listen, APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road right here in Kenson. And joining me on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, a big fan of Arendelle Parrot Academy. Arendelle Parrot Academy loves him. He loves Arendelle Parrot Academy. It's Paul Whittington. How are you doing this morning, P-Dub? Man, I am doing good. Happy Friday, Brian. Hope you're doing well. Happy Friday to you. Well, I don't, I'm not sure I've ever called you P-Dub before, but hey, let's see if we can get it to stick, okay? Okay. All right. I mean, it's not, it's not the worst nickname that I've ever had. Oh, wow. Okay. Knowing how we always go down roads and we know that we don't know what, what are some of the bad (laughs) nicknames you've had, Paul Whittington? Man, I got called chicken little for the longest time. Wait, I'm sorry. I was taking a sip of water and I almost blew it out my nose there. Wait, what? Chicken little? Yeah. Where did that come? um, Why, why that? (laughs) I, I don't know the full story, but what I do know of the story is, you know, I used to be a, uh, for, for a little while anyway, a uh, firefighter for the city of Kinston. And when I ran the agility test, this was back in like 2010, went out there to run the, the agility test. And I had on my, my like army PT shorts and then just some t-shirt. And apparently out there running around with my skinny little white legs i just looked like chicken little and i had no hair and um you know the movie had been really popular at that point so i got called chicken little and the name stuck uh the the entire time that i was a firefighter at the city of kinston that was what everybody called me uh either chicken little or hey chicken get over here um and it has followed me a little bit uh post fire department work I, dude, I have known you since you were at Kinston High School. I think. In fact, I'm sure I did. Yeah. I have never yeah. heard you called Chicken Little, man. That's good. <laughs> Is there any other nicknames? Oh man, none that are radio appropriate. <laughs> um, yeah, you are a you're a National Guard guy, so I'm sure as a Army veteran myself that. Uh, yeah, some inappropriate nicknames will be thrown. <laughs> oh, by the way, you're gonna love this, dude. Jason Bryant just texted me and said. And this sounds ominous, okay? He said he should never have said that on the on the air. <laughs> so yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. You seem like you 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 can take those bullets. So there you go. So on the line with us right now, Paul Chicken Little Whittington. Uh, as uh, <laughs> we're here on the Friday edition of the Brian Hanks Show, and uh, I I don't even know. Oh my gosh. Dude, Leo Lockhart has even <laughs> Leo Lockhart. Everybody's Lock- chiming in now. Yes, they are. Leo Lockhart has sent me a GIF. GIF? GIF? How do you say it? Is it GIF? GIF. A GIF. GIF. Hold on, dude. I wonder if I can pull this off here. Yes, I and can. And we can we can debate this. Uh, GIF. The, the the G stands for graphic. Graphic. GIF. 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 Hey, check, a butter. check your eye message, dude. I know you're on the phone with me right check now, but message. this is what uh, Leo sent me. 
<laughs> it's a chicken oh, with uh, sunglasses on dancing. So, uh, oh boy, you, know, you, you live you live your entire life <laughs> thinking that things are going to go a certain way, and then they just don't. <laughs> there and, you go. and this is one of those times. Well, thank you, Leo. <laughs> I appreciate that. And uh, Paul, would you like to thank him? <laughs> Thanks, Leo. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Hey, let's let's talk. Let's do a little sports here, okay? Uh, yeah. And I tell you what, yes, we've got Carolina Hurricane stuff to talk about. I guess you've got some NASCAR things, but we need to start with what's number one in Paul Whittington and Scott Whittington's heart. <laughs> uh, me and Linda Hanks, I don't know if you know her or not. She used to be Linda Whittington, okay? But, uh, heard the name. Yeah, there, you've heard, heard the, name. the name. There you go. Uh, we are headed up to your place tomorrow for a watch party. Very excited about that. But uh, your uh, Baltimore Ravens will be at home at, was it 4.30 tomorrow against the Houston mm-hmm. Texans? And your mom claims she's going up there to watch the game, but we know what she's going up there for. She just, you know, it's it's all about Levi for her. But okay. let's uh, let's talk about uh, the Baltimore Ravens. They've been off for a week. You've got to watch all the – you and your Baltimore Ravens have got to watch uh, all the other playoff games that took place last uh, – over the weekend. Uh, how excited uh, I'm going to, yes, I'm putting you in the third person here, Paul. How excited is Paul Whittington about, uh, Houston Texans versus Baltimore Ravens tomorrow? He's, he's pretty fired up. He's pretty fired up. Uh, I don't think that I have ever been this excited for a Ravens playoff game, uh, non Super Bowl. There's, wow. there's been two. Okay. Um, I, there's just a, a different feeling around this team there is a uh, just a, a different feeling around Ravens fans in general uh, a, a bigger buzz through throughout Ravens social media and all the, the Ravens podcasts that I listen to and stuff like that there's just it just feels different this year the the right people are, are healthy at least for the moment knock on wood um, it looks like certain people could be coming back We'll find out at 4 o'clock today or no later than 4 o'clock today what the status is going to be on Mark Andrews, who's officially listed as questionable. And, you know, comparatively to 2019, this team's just better. Like, yes, the record was a little bit better in 2019, but this team really feels like it is better than the Ravens in 2019, a, a team that was was eliminated in their first playoff game, which was the divisional round against uh, the the Tennessee Titans. So I I am cautiously optimistic. I, I've learned to never get my hopes up uh, about Ravens football. I'm cautiously optimistic, but I am super excited. This is going to be a great game tomorrow afternoon. Oh man, and I can't wait. Like I said, I, uh, on a selfish point of view, I know how you uh, you'll what you're going to probably start preparing for uh, your watch party. What about seven a.m. tomorrow, seven thirty, something like that. Uh, it's always probably, yeah, I know you will. That's what I'm saying. I I know it'll be a big spread and it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Listen, Jason's, as you know, uh, and we've, we've talked about it quite a bit here this week. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a new sponsor on, uh, we've already talked about him so far today. Uh, underdog fantasy, Mm -hmm. uh, which is all, it's a lot of fun. You pick players. Are they going to go higher? Are they going to go lower? That kind of thing. Jason said, Hey, Ask him to uh, give us uh, something for our fantasy picks on who's going to have a great day tomorrow, in your opinion, for uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, um, I think Zay Flowers will have a big game for for the Ravens. 
hard to hard to really predict what what's going to happen at tight end right now because we don't know what's going to happen with with Mark Andrews. If Mark Andrews goes, then I think that kind of limits what we'll see out of Isaiah Likely. But if Mark Andrews doesn't go, I think Isaiah Likely uh, would would have a would have a good game. I don't I don't really know what to expect at the running back position for for the Ravens, but I think Lamar Jackson is more dialed in as a quarterback than he has ever been. Um, and this is a guy going back to the 2019 season. You know they had that that heartbreaking, just kick in the in the butt loss to uh, the Tennessee Titans. But in that game, Lamar Jackson threw for 325 yards. Wow, 325 yards, and they lost what 28 to 12. Um, and <laughs> comparatively, uh, Tannehill of uh, the the Titans quarterback at the time only threw for 88 yards. It was Derrick Henry's game. Uh, it was the defense just couldn't stop Derrick Henry, and I remember watching it in Baltimore. That was heartbreaking, and it hurts my heart to even keep thinking about it. But, <laughs> but between Lamar Jackson, Zay Flowers, and potentially Isaiah Likely, I think all three of those guys primed up to have a big game uh, tomorrow afternoon. I love it, man, and uh, thank you, Jason. Jason sent me uh, a little thing. The little thing that uh, Underdog Fantasy does, higher or lower, and I guess I should, I'm contractually obligated to say, uh, hey, go to underdogfantasy.com, uh, use the Underdog Fantasy app, and uh, your very first time that you use it, use promo code HANKS. By God, you get a, up to $100 free. They match you dollar for dollar in your uh, what you deposit up to $100, so do that. But – he sent me this is pretty cool. If your first bet, if your first bet is on Virginia Cavaliers basketball, you get a free Brian Hank show koozie in the mail. Hey, you so know congratulations. What? Hey, you know what? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You're Paul. That's very good. You know what? You send me a screenshot. I love it. Either on our Facebook page or on my Twitter page uh, at BC Hanks or at Hanks Show, or like I said, on the show page on Facebook. I love it, Paul. I will get you will get a Brian Hanks show koozie, and it's not one of these little cheap koozies. It's a nice koozie, but anyway, hey, this is what he wanted. This is good, dude. Lamar Jackson. Here are the uh, the picks that you can have from him. One point five passing TDs, higher or lower? Higher. Okay, two hundred and twenty eight point five passing yards, higher or lower? Ooh, two twenty eight point five. Man, that's tough. I'm going to say lower. Okay. I love it. I love it. Ooh, here's a good one. 53.5 rushing yards, higher or lower? Higher. Okay. Very good. And then nine, this to me is, I, I, I'll i tell you the one. I agree with everything you've said to this point. I want to see what you say for this. 9.5 rushing attempts, higher or lower? Hmm. Um. Man, that that one really could go either way. Uh, I'll tell you this. We'll we'll break this down real quick. The playoff game in 2018, he had nine rushing attempts. He had 20 in the next in the next playoff game in 20 uh, 2020 that lost to Tennessee. He had 14 or excuse me, 16 attempts in a win against Tennessee one year later in the playoffs, and then nine attempts in a loss to Buffalo in the following week in the divisional round. Okay. Well, what does that Sweet. make your what does that make your answer then? Higher or lower than nine point five? The lowest rushing the lowest rushing amount that he's ever had in the playoffs is nine. Um, he's got more weapons around him. Uh, I really think it depends on what we see out of Gus Edwards. I, I'm going to say higher. Okay. I'm going to say higher just because, like, I think it'll be like ten or eleven. 
See, my gut is it's lower, but after you tell me all that, and that the lowest he's ever had is nine, that, that tends to make me go. Now, the thing is, you can't do all four of those. You can only do one per player. So out of all those, uh, Paul, uh, one and a half, you, you've got him going higher than uh, one and a half passing touchdowns, lower than 228.5 passing yards, uh, higher than 53.5 rushing yards, and higher than 9.5 rushing attempts. Of those four, what do you feel strongest about? And I'm telling you, I'll, I'll show you tomorrow when I see you. I'm going to put my uh, my my pick on what you say. So out of those four, what is the one you do you like the most? Uh, the passing touchdowns. You think he definitely is going to have two or more passing touchdowns? Yes. Okay. Well, very good. Well, guess what? I will show you tomorrow. I will. That will be one of my picks for uh, tomorrow. Then. So, thank you, Paul. You, you've he- you've helped everybody out there in the audience. We appreciate you. Okay. <laughs> Very Absolutely. good. Again, last time, uh, go to underdogfantasy.com. Go to un- underdog fantasy app. When you sign up, use the promo code Hanks and you get free up to a hundred dollars. They match you dollar for dollar for your initial deposit up to a hundred dollars. So uh, have, wait a minute, have you signed up yet, Paul? Not yet. I need to do it. I'll do it today or at least before the game starts tomorrow. <laughs> Very good. Hey, it, remember, it's H-A-N-K-S, okay? Hanks, that's your promo code, okay? W-H-I-T-T-I-N-T-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-T-I-N-
in his NFL career. And and how is that possible? I mean, I know how it's possible, but it just think about yeah. what he's been in the league five years, six years, mm-hmm. not not counting the year that he set out his first year behind Alex Smith. Dude, how is that even possible that you're in the you've been in two Super Bowls or three Super Bowls, two or three Super Bowls, and you have yeah. not played a road playoff game yet? How's that even possible, dude? It's I don't know. That's a that's a great question. I, I don't know how it's possible, but it just shows the the depth of the organization in in Kansas City, and and, and to think that this is a team that still has a very clear path to a Super Bowl. And this was a massive down year for the Chiefs. Wow. It just it speaks to the organizational depth of that team. Well, it really does. Almost as strong organizationally as the Ravens. I know you were thinking about going up there to that game. Now, well, I'm not going to get a message later on tonight or first thing in the morning that, dude, <laughs> tickets dropped no. enough. I'm, I'm going to the game. But that's not going to happen tomorrow, right? No, we're, we're pretty committed to what we're doing here at the house tomorrow. I don't want to spend that much time in the freezing cold because, you know, the temperatures in Baltimore are not going to be much higher than the temperatures in Buffalo. So not, not willing to do that. But also, uh, there's a Canes game tonight against Detroit, and we're going with some friends. And then on Sunday, there's another Canes game, and it's NASCAR Day wow. with the Carolina Hurricanes. So we're not going to miss that. I like it, dude. We may have to go with you. We're going to yeah. – I'll have to talk to uh, to my wifey and uh, and see what uh, what she thinks about that. Because what's the giveaway? Do we know? Uh, there's there's no giveaway for it. There what? is a uh, there is a Canes uh, a Seth Jarvis Canes NASCAR bobblehead, um, but it's one of the two bobbleheads they're doing this year. And I think because of uh, the licensing, uh, it's not just. Like they, they did the Star Wars bobblehead last week. Uh, you had to pay for that one. Uh, you either pay for it or you buy it with your ticket. Um, if you're a season ticket member, you just go into your account and pay for it. Same with the NASCAR one. Uh, he, they've got NASCAR logos all over Seth Jarvis. So I don't think they can actually give them away. Um, so I'm sure it has to do with licensing. But you can buy the Seth Jarvis uh, NASCAR bobblehead. Okay, now I'm scared to ask. how, how what, what, is that, what is that price point? $40. If you're a season ticket member, it's forty dollars. If you're if you buy it through their ticket package, it's whatever the ticket cost. It comes with the ticket. Uh, okay. Well, we'll talk about that. Which more they still tomorrow. make their forty dollars. They oh, still make. Oh, I guarantee you they do. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's hit these NFL uh, picks real quick. I want to get that before we. I do want to talk some Her- Carolina Hurricanes here, and I we're not going to go points for. I just wonder who you think is going to win. Texas Ravens. Uh, Texans. Ravens. Four thirty tomorrow on uh, Channel Twelve here in Eastern North Carolina. Come on, Hank. You already know the answer to that one. <laughs> well, I need Baltimore. it on the record. I need. <laughs> I love it. We need it on the record. So he's got the Ravens, Packers, 49ers on Fox. See, San Francisco is a nine and a half point favorite in this one, but uh, man, considering how well Jordan Love played, and considering that Brock Purdy has been rested, and this is really like his his really first go at the playoffs. I, I don't know. This, this game is going to be a lot closer than nine and a half points, I think, but I think, I think San Francisco gets it done. Okay. So you've got the Ravens and the 49ers on Saturday, Sunday, Buccaneers at Lions, dude. And if I had told you before the season started, Hey, uh, <laughs> plan for a berth in the uh, NFC championship game will be Tampa Bay and Detroit. 
Uh, how quickly would you have had me drug tested? <laughs> We'd have gone straight to the drug testing <laughs> office. Straight to LabCorp. There you go. So who you got? Tampa Bay at Detroit. 3 o'clock on Sunday. That will be on WITN Channel 7 here in Eastern North Carolina. I This is another one I just I don't know. Um, my... My heart says the Lions. My gut says the Bucks. We'll stay with the heart and go with Detroit. There you go, man. I want to see more tears, man. That was just awesome. Did you see the guy that had been a season ticket holder for 66 years who was in his 90s and just tears rolling down his face, man? I I don't care who you are, man. And I'm, I'm Detroit neutral. I'm not necessarily a fan. I definitely don't. I, I don't dislike them. Did I say that right? I, anyway. Or well, I, I, well, today we are anti-Detroit because the Red Wings are coming into PNC. <laughs> well, very good. I like that. I like that. But, uh, dude, was that not just – that to me is just yeah. the what sports is all about, man. I mean, especially somebody that's been – if you've been a Lions fan and you're a true blue Lions fan and you've been a fan for 66 years, a season ticket holder for 66 years, man – you cry all you want. You should be. Uh, I, I got no bad feelings about that whatsoever. What about you? Well, here, here's my favorite part. No, no bad feelings at all. I, I did see another story of this this guy that probably a little bit older than me. Uh, he was he was in tears after the victory, and the story behind that, his dad, who I don't believe is with us anymore, uh, was an iron worker in Detroit that helped build. Wow. And so a, a full circle moment for, for that young man. This is what I love. The cheapest ticket uh, for a Ravens game, for the Ravens game right now is 86 bucks. Packers 49ers tickets as low as $163. Chiefs Bills tickets as low as $148. Buccaneers Lions tickets as low as $453. God. And that's probably Dude, nosebleed too. That's probably like the, the worst seats in the, in the Ford field, I would guess. Right. It's, I, I would imagine it's like standing room only when wow. you gotta you gotta like stand somewhere on the on the third deck and watch it from a TV. But man, man I hope you know, know what I hope they win exactly. I hope the Lions win, and I'm gonna now I'm with you. I think the 49ers are going, but I hope the Lions win and the Packers win, so they get another home game. Wouldn't that be awesome for the Lions to be I, able to be at home to go to the Super Bowl? I. I don't think it's completely improbable. I, I do yeah. think that Green Bay game is going to be closer than the nine and a half points that Vegas says it's going to be. Well, you've got the Lions being the Buccaneers' final game to me, and you said it, and I agree with you. The game of the weekend, Kansas City at Buffalo, 6.30 Sunday night. That'll be on WNCT CBS 9 here in uh, eastern North Carolina. Uh, Chiefs Bills, who you got? Three-point three, three point favorites right now, Buffalo. Nobody's more, uh, nobody's better in the playoffs right now than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and, and Detroit's just been playing with fire for far too long. That magic's going to run out. I said Detroit, Buffalo has been playing with fire for far too long. Uh, that magic's going to run out on, on Sunday. I got Kansas City winning that game. Hey, dude. But it's a toss up. Hey, it's a toss up. This is just getting scary with all the picks you made for the underdog fantasy stuff, with all the picks you've made here. I agree with you. What? Eight, well, seven of eight. Seven of eight. That's yep. crazy. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, here's a point. I'm, I'm opening myself up for you to ridicule me. Are you ready? Love it. Let's, you, let's have it. <laughs> You know how much I complain about NASCAR? I don't know what channel the game's on or the, the race is on. Dude, these four games I just gave you 
are on four. Yeah, are all four <laughs> on different networks, dude. Uh, on ABC, Fox on Saturday, on NBC, CBS on Sunday, dude. So uh, this is me opening my bulletproof vest and go ahead, take some shots. I deserve it, dude. Well, I'm kind of with you this weekend. Like somebody asked me yesterday at work, what channel is the Ravens game on? I ain't got the first clue. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody's got a game this weekend. They do. Is that not correct? And I don't remember that. Usually on this, you know, divisional weekend, there'll be at least two games on NBC or maybe two games on ABC. It's just crazy how they split it up. So I guess I guess that'll be as good a segue as we can. I'll give you a couple because we got to talk some canes here at the end of the hour. But uh, anything in the world of NASCAR that has happened since we visited with you last last week? Not really. Okay. Uh, we did get the format for uh, the the Bushlight Clash, which happens uh, in two weeks. Two weeks from tomorrow, or two weeks from Sunday, rather, with the heat races happening two two weeks from tomorrow. Um, but nothing nothing really groundbreaking. Uh, the Rolex 24 at Daytona will kick off tomorrow. That's always a uh, no. Sorry, next weekend, uh, the 25th. Um, and we are 30 days away from the Daytona 500. 30 days away. I heard the glee come through the telephone line in your voice, there, dude. <laughs> dude. I am fired up for that. I am fired up for that. And hopefully uh, there we're, we're waving the green flag on a new NASCAR season where the Baltimore Ravens are now the defending Super Bowl champions. <laughs> One can only hope. Or the reigning, the reigning. Reigning, yes, the reigning. <laughs> well, very good. Anything else NASCAR you want to talk about before we jump into the Kings? No, not really. I, I won't bore everybody with the format for the Bushlight Clash. There you go. The I... final year at the L.A. Coliseum. Really? I don't know where it's going to be next year, but but they are going to move on from the L.A. Coliseum. How about year. how about North Wilkesboro? I would like that. You know, they just repaved it. Yeah, I, but you can't I, do it in February. You can't be doing a race. There could be snow on the ground in February. That's fine. We got we got racing. We we got the wet weather tires. Ice on the racetrack would just make it that much more interesting. But you're right. You you couldn't go to uh, to a track like that in, in February. Whew, way Dude. too cold, especially up in the mountains. Exactly, we're, man. Exactly. We're we're complaining. I'm I'm complaining about not wanting to sit in a 20, 20 degree uh, football stadium tomorrow. <laughs> you think think I want to sit at a twenty degree racetrack? Whew. No, I agree with you I wholeheartedly. Got thinking about that. Well, did where did I see it? Was it you, dude? I get you know, it's you and Panicelli and uh, Jason Bryant and Scott and everybody sends me and Richard Clark. I get multiple text messages from you guys every day about stuff. Was it? But I'm thinking it was you that well, <laughs> that someone had put out there, and I doubt it would happen because for starters, I mean, just driving up there and all the parking would be crazy. But having an NHL outside game at North Wilkesboro Speedway was that you? That I did talk about it because uh, somebody somebody wrote that on Facebook. Okay. Um, they were they were talking about the Stadium Series or the Winter Classic, and they asked where where would you like to see uh, an event like that, and and somebody suggested like North Wilkesboro. First of all, it's just it's just too small. It would it would be really cool to put a rink out there, but North Wilkesboro is way too small. I do think something like that could absolutely work on on the ball field at like a charlotte motor speedway or or daytona the likelihood of it happening at daytona would be slim because you'd be you'd be messing up the grass really close to the daytona 500 uh, because that winter classic happens on on new year's day 
So probably not going to happen, but like a Charlotte would, would be really cool. Put it on the ball field there at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. The sight lines would be a little interesting, but, but that would be an awesome stadium series or, uh, or even winter classic event. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about I'm thinking about how you and I and uh, you know had to do that what mile one point three mile walk from uh, from the pre we were in good parking we weren't in bad parking we yeah. pay you know can you imagine that, uh, NFL or NFL Carolina Hurricanes and NHL fans having to do that one point three mile walk on that country road with no lights or anything <laughs> after a game I, I don't think that would go over very well do you. No, no, it didn't go over well when I did it. When I walked back to the truck and the, the troopers were making fun of me. <laughs> that was fun. Dude, I can't believe we're up against the top of the hour, but we've got a, a couple of minutes because we've got to uh, click off pretty much right at the top of the hour. But I do need to tell you this. Linda Hank said, blah, blah, blah. Can't we just talk about Levi? No. <laughs> there you go. You'll see him tomorrow. We got work to do around here exactly exactly okay carolina hurricanes which we'll get to talk about now here for about three and a half minutes uh dude they lose for the first time we bragged about them so much last week and then they have their first outright loss where they don't gain a point or anything and what did it do man the philadelphia flyers have just flown right by them see what i did there and uh mm-hmm. now they're second in the metropolitan uh the hurricanes third in metropolitan fifth in the eastern conference Okay, is it time to start getting worried again, Paul Whittington? No, not at all. Not okay. at all. For the first time, for the first time really all year, the Canes have less have played less games than the team teams above them in the standings. They have two games uh in hand against Philadelphia, one game in hand right now against uh the Rangers who are atop the standings. Uh and there's some winnable games coming up. You you got Detroit tonight, you've got uh the the Minnesota Wild on uh, what day is that? Sunday. Uh, you go on the road, play Boston. You come right back home. You play New Jersey, who's at the bottom of the Metro, and then you play Arizona. Uh, there's a lot of points that could be had between now and the and the end of January. So certainly not time to to start panicking. This Kane team is in is in an okay spot. The the biggest thing is since December, this team has had the best power play in the NHL. Uh, the they're scoring goals. Um, the bad part, the bad news is goaltending is a little beat up right now. We're not going to see Peter Kachekov today, although he was skating back on the ice yesterday. So getting closer to a return, um, but nevertheless, if, if the defense and, and the penalty kill can remain as strong as they've been since, since December, then the Canes are going to be okay. You, just, you, you really need a big presence to play in front of your, your kind of weak goaltending that you, that you have right now. Uh, not surprised they lost back on Monday. That was a 3 o'clock start, a wonky start time. They had all the pregame ceremonies with Justin Williams' induction into the Carolina Hurricanes Hall of Fame. So no surprise that, that they lost that game. Oh, very but not good. time to start panicking. Well, well, let me ask you this, and this will be my last question for you. Uh, when does All-Stars, uh, when are All-Stars, anna- All-Stars announced, and what does it look like uh, we're going to have from Carolina playing in the All-Star game this year? And where is the game this year? Yeah, the game is, is actually up in Toronto this year. Okay. Um, with the jerseys designed by Justin Bieber. They look terrible. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Justin yeah. Bieber? Yeah, oh. he, you know, he's from he's from up there, and he I actually know. designed like a Maple Leafs jersey last year, and now he's designing the they're, – they're awful. You can Google them. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember when the, when the game is. I know it's coming up, um, but Sebastian Ajo is going to be – 
the representative for the Carolina Hurricanes at the NHL All-Star Game. Uh, and then there is the chance to vote in uh, Seth Jarvis in the NHL fan vote. Well, very good. Well, listen, uh, Paul Whittington. February 3rd. That is February the, that 3rd. Is the the uh, we're just a couple of weeks away from then. Dude, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow uh, as, as we'll have all our Raven stuff on, okay? Sounds good. We'll see you then. Have a great rest of your day, and go Ravens. There you go. That's Paul Whittington as we wrap up our first hour here. Coming up in our next hour, TGIF with IP. Uh, Terrence Copper and Scott Whittington on The Brian Hanks Show.